Russian roulette is not the same without a gun. Baby, if it's love, if... Uh, I don't fucking know the words. Love and heartbreak. Can one truly exist without the other? Are they not but two sides of the same coin? These are words I leave with you. I just barely got back from a coffee shop and the coffee they had was called the cowboy. And I I went up to the window and I was like, can I get a 12 ounce black cowboy, please? My roommate Scott was like, damn, it's a small cowboy. And I was like, especially if he's black. It's casting couch. We'll have so much fun. It's the casting couch. Party's just begun. We'll have ups and downs. We've had prudes and clowns. But none of that is gonna keep us down. Cause it's the casting couch. Oh, yeah! God damn, this shit is rough. This shit is very rough. This is like this is like practicing stand up, just sitting here telling jokes and just not hearing any sort of response. Just like I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. What's up, fucks? Welcome to season two of Casting Couch. I'm your host, Daniel Chappy Tits. And as you just saw, hopefully I have an intro now to Casting Couch. Hopefully you guys liked it. It was a cute little song I put together. Um, little backstory on the recording of that song. Me and my roommate Parker got a little drunk. And I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I wrote this theme song for Casting Couch. And I want to record it. And she was like, okay, do it. And I was like, damn, you're fucking right. So then we did it right then and there. And looking back at it now, you can, I can personally kind of tell I was a little drunk. But, um, you know, I don't even care. It sounds good enough for me. Sounds chill. Uh, it's a cute little theme song. Hopefully, hopefully people have that stuck in their heads. Oh, casting couch, you know. But, um, guys, welcome to season two of Casting Couch. Uh, you guys probably didn't think this shit was ever going to come back, but here it is. Um, surprisingly enough, I had, like, a couple people reach out to me like in real life like i saw people like out in public or like at parties or whatever and they were like yeah dude when are you gonna bring the fucking podcast back dude or like people would be like yo bro let me get on an episode or i actually had this dude at, at uh, my friend's like birthday party type thing he came up to me and he was like hey bro uh my homie has a podcast you should check it out uh i don't remember the dudes that, uh, i think it was uh abraham i think was the dude who had the podcast um and i listened to it and uh damn maybe i i don't i don't even care i'm just going to say it yeah the quality was kind of shit man you got to get better mics bro i mean the content was like relatively chill and uh the dude abraham was pretty chill but like yeah bro get that quality up because it sounds like you're just podcasting in an xbox live party in 2008 pretty much like so there's that but uh, this is actually going to be the second episode I'm filming for season two. The first episode I already filmed with the homie Sarai. Um, so I think that will be episode two or three. Not sure. So um, I just got to address a couple things I talked about in that episode. So in that episode, I talked about potentially having an NFN 2. NFN, by the way, 
uh was like a little MMA tournament thing that we had back in 2021 so it's been a minute it's been like 2 years i think um and basically i just wanted to rematch the dude that fucking choked me out Josh Josh was actually on a, an episode of the podcast he was on season 1 episode 2 so check that shit out if you want to it was a pretty decent episode in my opinion Josh is a really cool guy but i kind of just you know that pride that competitive nature in me came out and i was like I got to beat this fool's ass, but he, I, I approached him at like a, yeah, like a, my roommate Jaden's birthday party. I think Jaden's going to get on an episode too. Um, oh, also real quick, made myself some green, oh no, it's black tea, but it's mint flavored. And uh, my homie Lizzie, who probably is going to get on an episode here in the future, she, uh, she told me it tastes like gum, it tastes like she's drinking gum, so... Shout out to Lizzie. Let me just take a sipski real quick. Smells nice. And with that sipski begins episode one, season two of Casting Couch. It's Casting Couch. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, I talked to Josh about having an NFN two, and he was like, "Nah, don't want to do that at all." And I was like, "All right, fair enough." But he was he was like, I'll help you like make promo and shit if you want to do an NFN too. But I do not want to fight again. That shit is not for me. And you know what? Can't argue with that. Completely fair. Completely reasonable. This is uh this is also my first time filming an episode of Casting Couch without a guest, and it's it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough not having an audience because you just don't have any like you don't have any feedback on whether or not your jokes are funny or if they're landing. So you just kind of sit here. You hit a joke and then you just sit there in the silence like, what's the deal with Asians, right? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's just fucking rough. I can see why I like to have guests on the show and I don't like to do this shit alone. But I actually wanted to make this episode alone just because I feel like I have a shit ton of things that I got to... I don't know, just a shit ton of things about my personal life that I want to talk about and, you know, maybe get a little intimate. Get a little in- intimate with the with the audience, with the with you guys, you know? So just feel free, take your socks off, take your shoes off, you know? Pants, shirt, also optional. Fuck it, you don't have to wear any clothes at all listening to this. I don't care. I don't care what you wear. It doesn't affect me. Um, I'm going to keep my clothes on, though, because, you know, got to be monetizable and shit like that. Got to be brand friendly. I mean... I don't think this podcast is brand friendly at all. Well, to be honest, I don't even think it's that bad. I mean, there's like an R word slip every here and there. There was one like last episode, I think. But other than that, it's pretty politically correct, I'd say. But even if it's not, I don't give a fuck, okay? Because I don't live my life to impress or please other people, all right? Fuck you guys. I'm going to say what I want. Except, you know, obviously, you got to have limits. You got to have boundaries and shit. Dude, this bright, this light is so fucking bright. God damn. Anyways, uh, so I got back from, okay, first of all, uh, I graduated college uh, back uh, like over a month ago, actually, April 28th, I graduated college, graduated with a bachelor's degree in computer science, pretty sick, pretty good stuff, it's about goddamn time, that's all I'm going to say, um, college, college is rough, bro, it's a lot of fucking work. It's basically, in my opinion, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a jail sentence, but you have a lot more freedom because you don't have to sit in a cell all day, and you know you can do shit in your free time. But pretty much, it's kind of like it's just like a time, a timed obligation. It's like a jail sentence or like 
I don't know. You know what I mean? Shit like that. And uh, college is rough, man. And uh, the institution of college, in my opinion, is just so outdated and, like, such an old money type of institution. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, it costs, like, $40,000, probably more now. But last I checked, it was, like, $40,000 a semester to go to, like, fucking Princeton University. And it's, like, for what? Aren't you learning the exact same shit that you're learning at, for example, Weaver State University in Ogden, Utah, where I went? <clears throat> and that's also where Damian Lillard graduated college, so. What up, Dame? Shout out, Dame. Weaver State homies, the Wildcat brothers. Maybe one day I'll get Damian Lillard on an episode. Probably fucking not, but man, a man can hope, right? I'm going to have a sipski of this. Teremente. That's Spanish for tea of mint or mint tea. Dude, I'm going to be so fucking geeked after this tea because I'm already pretty wired, bro. I can't even lie. You guys could probably tell the way I'm talking like I'm having meth psychosis and I'm worried about the government listening to my conversations and shit. So, yeah, I graduated college and... um Here's here's something really weird about what happened after I graduated college, fucking. I was not expecting this at all. I was expecting after I graduated to feel extremely relieved, happy, all this all that good shit, all those good emotions. But you know what happened? I got fucking depressed after I graduated college. I got fucking depressed as shit and I did not understand why. And I was sitting there in quiet contemplation and I basically kind of realized the reason I probably got hella depressed was because it's like that school is all I've ever fucking known. I've been in school since I was five years old, right? Now I'm at the age of 21, graduated college, and I don't plan to ever go back to school. Fuck school. Um, it's just a huge part of my fucking life is just completely gone, just disappeared like that. And I don't know, it was weird because like, my last semester of college was like not a super particularly difficult one. I was just going through the motions. And here's the thing about college is like even even if the Jesus Christ, my throat. Even if the the workload and the course load is like more difficult as you continue in your college journey, the thing is with school and college and shit, as you keep going, you just get better and better at it and you get better at knowing what you need to study, what doesn't fucking matter. You just get so much better at being in college you get better at being a student so even if the workload and the course load gets more difficult you get better at it so it's like it's just a weird fucking thing so to anyone listening who's thinking about going to college or who's in college it's like if you're not 100% certain that you want to graduate college with a degree in something like if you're just going to college and like I don't know what I want to do yet I'm just figuring it out and you go to college and you like change majors seven times all that shit don't do that, bro. In my opinion, my advice, don't fucking do that. You are wasting so much goddamn money and so much goddamn time, too. So, in my opinion, unless you're, like, 100% certain about what you want to do in college, and if you're 100% certain that you do want to graduate college, if you are, then go for it. If not, don't fucking waste your time or your money. You know how many people I know who are like, uh, yeah, I guess maybe college is a good idea, in reality, you're just doing what people expect you to do, low-key. Uh, I, low-key, am not sure if I hit record on the camera. I'm going to go double-check that real quick, real quick, real quick.
<sighs> okay, yeah, we're chilling. We're rolling on audio and video. Um, and I'm not gonna cut that silence out because you, you little dopamine fiends and your short attention spans, you can, you can live with like ten seconds of silence. Okay, that was good for you. You're welcome. But anyways. <coughs> Yeah, dude. College is, I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. They they exist to make money and they don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about how much you struggle to give them your money. They're just like, hey, if you don't pay your tuition, uh, you're not coming to class. So there's there's that. So at the end of the day, unless you're 100% certain you want to go to college, don't go. Okay. Like there's other options, guys. You can get a, you can go to a trade school. You can go to a technical college, get certificates and shit, or you can literally just raw dog it, just get a job, just figure out what you want to do. Because if you're 18 years old and your parents are like, go to co- oh Jesus, I didn't mean to ear rape you. Go to college, fucking dude. Don't do shit that people expect you to do if you're not sure you want to do that shit. Like, who do you live your life for? Who do you live your life for? Yourself? Or your fucking aunt fucking caprice. And you want to impress your auntie and do the shit that she wants you to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, life, man. Life is about what you want to do. Just, I mean, it's easier said than done, obviously, because we're always programmed and shit to, you know, please family and fucking do what people expect us to do. But it's like... Break out of the matrix, fool. Do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy because at the end of the day, nobody really got you like yourself. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, life or death situation, it's you and your best homie or like you and your brother or whatever. At the end of the day, you got to choose yourself, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like because only truly you have your own back at the end of the day, at the end of your life. You know what I'm saying? You are born alone. Well, I mean, I guess your mom is there, but you are born alone you're not born with any of your homies you know what i'm saying and you die alone you don't die with the homies i mean unless you do like a mass suicide type thing but you know that's a that's an anomaly that's a rare exception so there you go a little bit of a little bit of advice from ye old chappy tits and if you're thinking who the fuck is this kid this 21 year old shit lip just graduated college what the fuck does he know maybe you're right you don't have to listen to me i'm just speaking my mind so there's that so I got back from Miami like a little over a week ago. I was visiting my brother because he lives down there with his wife, his wife Amy, who's on season one, episode four. Dude, that's a great fucking episode. Uh, so if y'all have not listened to that, genuinely, it's probably the most, the craziest episode of this podcast. So if you are looking for a dope ass episode to listen to, listen to that. Season one, episode four. It's called Your Favorite Episode, and it's called that for a reason. Anyways, yeah, so I got back. Um, Miami was interesting for sure. Um, I remember I got there. It's humid as hell. I don't really mind the humidity though. Cause my skin was like super moist and my scalp felt really nice. And like my hair felt nice and shit. So, Hey, humidity is kind of sick. And it it was, it's the time of year where it's like not unbearably fucking hot in, in Southern Florida, but it's like, it's pretty warm. It's pretty hot. So it was just nice, man. The beach was nice. Miami beach, South beach, nice as fuck. Um, and I don't know, it's just crazy because when I was growing up, I played a lot of GTA Vice City, and, uh, when I was in Miami, I was just like, shit, bro, this is literally just Vice City, like, I recognized, like, shit from the map, you know what I mean, like, it was just, it was chill, it was chill as fuck, 
But um, the ocean was hella nice. Here's one thing I don't like about Miami. Um, there's there's a lot of ass in Miami. Mucho culo in Miami, bro. A lot, a lot, and it's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Pretty enjoyable to look at as a as a male who enjoys ass. Um, but um, a lot of the I don't know. There's a lot of NPCs in Miami, bro. Low key, like Vice City nailed that shit. The people just walking around like South Beach, just hella body parts out hella titties hella ass out just hella npc just looking straight ahead got the sunglasses on just like i don't know npc energy is very real guys very real but i actually really fucked with the working class people of miami like i went to little havana was talking to hella cubans and shit dude cuban women fine as hell let me just tell you and from my experience in miami i don't know how true this is because you know I was a tourist or whatever. They were probably just trying to be nice to me to get my money and shit. But Cuban women, nice as fuck. Hella polite. Hella polite. So there's that. Cuban women, bad as fuck. Nice as fuck. Highly recommend. Shout out to the Cubans. Shout out to Los Cubanos listening to the podcast, which probably not a lot. But hey, if you are listening, fuck yeah. Shout out to you. Um, There's a lot of Dominicans there too. Just... A lot of just Latinos, bro, in, in Miami, and they were all pretty chill. Um, now, let's get into the, the, the meat of this episode, the reason you're fucking listening. So when I was in Miami, I went to a strip club with my brother. Not the brother that lives in Miami. I went to Miami with both of my brothers. Um, and it was my brother's first time in the strip club, so I was just kind of showing him the ropes, showing him how to act in a strip club, how to how to spend your money wisely, especially if you're a broke bitch like me. Uh, I only went in with 100 bucks, um, and the cover charge was 20 bucks. I only had 80 bucks in ones to, you know, so I had to, like, wisely choose who who earned my, my dollar bills, you feel me? So uh, I walked into the strip club, right? As soon as my brother walks in, just he got hell, they, hella predatory on him. The strippers just, I, one of them just came up to him and was like, I puppy, you want to dance? And he just like didn't know what to fucking say. So he's like, uh, yeah, I guess. And then she sat him down, started dancing on him and shit, you know, just doing stripper things. And, um, and then, uh, and then, uh, he, he wasn't even really into the girl either. He didn't really find her that attractive. He was just kind of like, didn't know how to say fuck off. He just didn't know how to politely be like, no, that's okay. Thank you though. You know, he just, he didn't know the, he didn't know the etiquette yet. He didn't know the stripper, the strip club culture. Um, so fucking he uh yeah he he wasted a shit ton of money on her when he didn't even really fuck with her that much and then he was like okay that's enough thanks and then he 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 met this other stripper who he was way more into and at that point in time he only had like 20 more bucks to that he's willing to spend so you know he made it rain you feel me he did his thing um but then afterwards he was like damn i really wish that first stripper didn't fucking harass me because i was way into that second one and i was like yeah makes sense but when I walked in, uh, I just walked over to the bar for a sec, and I was watching the NBA game. It was like the, oh, yeah, the fucking Heat versus the Celtics was going on while I was in Miami, so the energy was super high in that regard. Um, it was like game three of the N- uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, Heat versus Miami. Miami was killing them. Um, and, um, and then I turned to my left, I see this fine young thing, bro. I see this beautiful black woman. 
she she makes eye contact with me you know what i'm saying she walks over to me she's like you want to dance and she had an accent so i was right away like oh shit she's probably cuban so i was like yeah sure and and then she sat me down i started chopping it up with her in spanish right i was just like you know de donde eres and shit which is like where you're from and she was like soy de cuba and i was like oh okay 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 and you know she was just doing her thing bro she was she had dope energy for sure. She was doing her thing, bro. She she knew what she knew how to do her job well too, bro. She was and this strip club was like full contact, bro. Like I was like, "Am I allowed to touch you and shit?" She was like, "Yeah, go for it, papi." And I was like, "All right, sick." It was dope. <laughs> Sorry to get horny on the podcast right now, but it was dope, bro. It was dope as fuck. Taking a taking a tea break. So, yeah, she's just doing her thing, and then I noticed she got a dope-ass tattoo on her leg, and I was like, tell me about your tattoo. And then she was like, it's like a tree of life. It's like, uh, you know, your roots got to dig deep so that you're strong enough to bear the fruits of life, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that good shit, and I, I'm i into that spiritual shit, you know what I mean? So I literally already had a tree of life, like, fucking necklace on. So then I showed her. I was like, oh, it's this? And I showed her, and she was like, yeah, it's that. And I was like, oh, sick. So at that point, I was like, I knew she fucked with my energy a little bit. I knew it. Like, you know, strippers are really good at making you think that they fuck with you and they like you. They're really good at that. That's their whole job is to make you fall in love with them so that, that you'll give them their your fucking money, right? So I was like, damn, bro, this woman is fine as hell and dope and spiritual and shit like that. So I was like, I was, I was vibing. Her stripper name was Tasha. Um, shout out to Tasha if you're listening, which you're probably not, but if you, if you do hear this fucking shout out to you, you're a dope ass woman. Um, so at that point I was like, yo quiero hablar contigo, which means like, I want to speak with you. And then she was like, let me give you my phone number. And I was like, oh shit, for real? And she was like, yeah. So I pull out my phone. She gives me her number. And I was like, all right, bet. And I, at this point in time, I was like, well, she's probably just giving me her number so she can let me she can let me know her schedule so I can give her more of my fucking money, which is fine. That's She's doing her job. I understand. The grind is real. And Miami is an expensive fucking place to live. Oh, by the way, this strip club was, it was called The Booby Trap on the River. <laughs> and it wasn't in Miami. It was like... It was closer to like Little Havana. It was like west of Miami. It was by the airport. It was by a Miami airport. Anyways. Um, yeah, so I was like, whatever. She probably just giving me her phone number so she can get more of my money. Whatever. I know how this shit goes. And then uh I gave her all of my eighty dollars because she worked for that shit, bro. She earned that shit. She deserved it. And it was a wonderful experience. I was probably only in there for like twenty, thirty minutes tops. And I ran out of my eighty dollars because that's that's what the strip club does. Strip strip clubs are kind of like casinos. They really just they're kind of predatory and they're kind of just there to suck the fucking money out of you. You know what I mean? So just keep that in mind if you've never been to a strip club and you want to go. Just keep that in mind. So I run out of my eighty dollars, right? And I'm like, uh, no tengo más dinero, which is like I don't have more money. And she was like, oh, we have an ATM over there. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. And she was like, okay, okay. She, and then she was like, you should save it for more important things. And I was like, damn, this bitch cool as fuck. What the hell? She's actually dope as hell. And I was like, well, thank you for understanding and shit like that. Thank you for the dance. You have a good night, all that good shit. Good luck at work, all that stuff. And then and then I went over to the bar and I had like, and then I and then I wanted a beer, so I pulled out like ten bucks from the ATM, bought a beer, and then tipped the bartender like five dollars, and I was like, "Thank you." And then I had like 
no, no, no. I think I, yeah, I pulled out like 10 bucks. No, no, no. I pulled out like 20 bucks. Corona was like $10. Fucking ridiculous. And then I gave the bartender like five bucks as a tip. And then after that, some stripper came by and she was talking to me. And I was like, no tengo mas dinero, lo siento. Which is like, I don't have more money, my bad. And she was just chopping it up. She's like, that's okay. You know, she, we were just chatting. And then I was like, wait, actually. And just because she was cool, I just like handed her the rest of my five dollars left and i was like there you go and then she was like oh thank you thank you and i was like let me slap your ass she was like sure and then i did and i was like all right cool <laughs> five dollar ass smack it's a good deal to me <laughs> oh man strip clubs are such a horny predatory place not really my favorite place i've only been to a strip club twice in my life that miami one was the second time miami strip clubs definitely more dope than salt lake city strip clubs let me tell you that let me tell you that, just right up front. Anyways, though, so uh, after that, went back home, well, or not home, went back to my brother's apartment, my my oldest brother's apartment, not the not the brother that I went to the strip club with. Um, <clears throat> well, actually, we took a lift back, and uh, the lift driver he saw that my name was Daniel on Lyft, so he just assumed I spoke Spanish only, and he was like texting me. He was like, you know, he's like, "Where you at?" All that shit. I uh, got in the car and I was like, I don't know, bro. I was just, I was really proud of like how far my Spanish has come. Cause I've been learning it for like eight months, nine months and shit, bro. I've been making some progress for sure. Um, anyways, I was talking to this dude, uh, Rodolfo in the, in the lift. And, uh, he, I, I don't know. We were just, he was just telling me about how he's from Cuba and how communism in Cuba is super fucked up, all that shit. And like how everything's hella expensive he told me it was like a hundred thousand cuban dollars to buy like a 2011 toyota corolla or some shit and and then i was like damn well how much do you guys make in a month and he was like fucking jack shit bro like thousand cuban dollars a month or something like that i don't remember the number and i was like damn bro so yeah basically life in cuba is fucking miserable so fuck cuba cuban government and shit like that fuck communism all that shit fuck that um yeah anyways so we came back to uh el apartamento de mi hermano my brother's apartment and um and i was like telling him i was like yeah bro this cuban stripper was dope as fuck she gave me her number and shit and i'm like i'm gonna hit her up and see if she wants to get coffee or some shit bro because she's cool bro you know what i mean so i texted her in Spanish, because her English was limited. But my my Spanish is also limited, so we just kind of had to, like, mix and match, you know what I'm saying, meet in the middle. So I texted her. I was like, I'm only in Miami for one more day, so if you want to get coffee tomorrow, let me know. She texted me back pretty damn quick. She was like, I'm down. I was like, damn, I'm surprised that she's down. She's actually down. I'm surprised she actually fucked with me. So uh, then I was like, all right, see you tomorrow then. She was like, yeah, see you tomorrow. I was like, bet. So uh, the next day comes around, and me, me, my brother, his wife, and my other brother are supposed to go on a Everglades tour, right? I texted her. I was like, yo, what time you want to get coffee? She's like, it's got to be before 4 because I work at 4. And I was like, damn, okay, well, I can't do that, unfortunately, because I'm going on this Everglades tour and shit. Dude, I wish I didn't go. I wish I would have hung out with Tasha, bro. She was cool as fuck. And the Everglades tour, I was sitting on... It was lame, bro. I sat on a sweaty-ass bus for like two and a half hours. We saw one alligator on the the river, whatever the fuck we were on. And it's just like, I wish I got... I wish I got coffee with the with Tasha, bro. Because like... 
would have been much more enjoyable in my opinion. Like I, I, I fuck with interacting with local people and like communicating with humans much more than I fuck with touristy shit. Dude, I don't fuck with touristy shit. It kind of annoys the shit out of me. It's just so obviously like predatory and money grabbing and shit. As are many I mean I mean that's the whole tourism industry is fucking predatory. And the thing is fucking a lot of tourists, mostly white tourists, eat that shit up. They eat that shit up for breakfast. They come with to Miami with their fucking they you know their button up their button up shirts with the palm trees and shit on them you know what i'm saying they got their fucking bucket hat not the bucket hat but like the fucking steve irwin like the big ass like round hats you know what i'm saying it's just anyways i'm just ranting about how much i fucking am annoyed by touristy shit dude i had cuban coffee while i was in little havana that shit is delicious shit is strong though strong as hell but delicious oh my god but anyways, yeah, I was like, hey, uh, I won't be able to because I'm going on this alligator tour, but you want to kick it when you're off work? And she was like, yeah, I'm down. So then, but the thing is, I had to fly back to Salt Lake City the next morning at like 6 a.m., like hella early. So I was like, dude, I don't know if this is going to happen. I, I just kind of had a feeling this shit's probably not going to happen. And so uh, 12 o'clock rolls around. Um, I'm baked as fuck. But weed is not legal in Miami, so I had to buy some, like, Delta 8 joints, which which they sell everywhere. So I smoked, like, half a Delta 8 joint. I was baked as fuck. I was just chilling on my brother's couch, just kind of, like, waiting around, see if she texts me. Um, Didn't happen. Fell asleep at, like, 1220, 1230. Woke up the next morning, like, 5 a.m. to go to hit my flight, and I was like, all right, well, I guess it wasn't meant to happen. But there you go. So, uh... Yeah, I fell in love with a Cuban stripper in Miami. Shout out to shout out to Tasha. You are tu eres el amor de mi vacacion. You are the love of my vacation. Dude, that I I don't know if I've talked about um I went on a cruise. I think did I talk about the love of my last vacation too? Uh this lovely black woman from Long Beach that I met on my last cruise. Um, I don't know if I've talked about her or not. Maybe, maybe check an earlier episode like season one, but dude, vacation lovers, that shit is very real and very dope. Gonna have a sip of tea now. I feel like when I run out of tea, I'll probably end the episode because I don't want to do like a whole hour just by myself. I'll probably do like a 40 minute type deal. Let me check my notes. Got back from Miami. Miami was dope. Fell in love with a Cuban stripper. Graduated college and shit. That's literally what it says on my notes. Damn. Okay. I've literally talked about all the talking points I have. Uh, Now I guess I'm just going to raw dog it. Maybe I'll end the episode. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Let's think. Let's think. What is there going on? Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about some music shit that I'm going to get into. Um. I've been spending the last, like, seven or eight months writing some music, you know. I don't know if you guys know. I play it. Well, obviously you know if you've seen the Casting Couch intro because I play the guitar in the intro. But, yeah, I play the guitar. I've been playing since I was nine years old, so it's been a minute. I'm pretty decent at it, I would say. I've been writing some music. I've been writing some songs. I we Me and, uh, me and a couple of homies have probably, like eight or nine songs written that we want to record and put together on like an album or a mixtape type deal 
So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be releasing some sort of music project. And I'm actually glad I'm talking about this because now that I'm saying it, I can't be a lazy bitch and not follow through with this. I'm putting together some sort of a musical project, some sort of a piece of art, you know what I'm saying? Some collection of songs, album, mixtape, whatever you want to call it. I think it'll be like 30 to 40 minutes long, like pretty normal shit. I'll probably release a few singles before the full thing releases, you know, build some hype. But yeah, dude, um that's that's going on right now in my life. I'm just thinking a lot about music, thinking about writing songs and shit. Um there's that. So look out for that in the near future. I got one song written that's like I I don't even know how to describe. Uh, well, there's there's this one song I got written that's like hella Spanish sounding, hella like Mexican inspired. It's written in three four time. I don't know if you know if y'all know what that means. To those music nerds that do know what that means, shout out to you. It's written in three four time. It's you know super Mexican inspired type shit. Um, pl- I also I got a new guitar. Forgot about that. When I graduated college, my parents and my brothers pitched in on a new guitar for me, which was super sick. Shout out to mi familia, much appreciated. Uh, I just put some new strings on that bad boy yesterday and just polished up my guitar. So that bitch, his name is Eduardo, uh, but uh, he he sounds nice as fuck. I I fuck with him heavy. He's dope as hell. And uh, there's that. So there we go. Uh, Honestly, I think that's like really about all that I have for this episode. Um I got a couple guests lined up for the near future, the near future. Uh, we got the homegirl Lizzie. She's She said she's going to get on an episode. I don't know when, whenever she's feeling up to it, whenever she's feeling ready. Uh, we got my homie Ulysses said he'll get on an episode, so fucking shout out to him. And uh, I got a couple of homies from work as well that want to get on an episode. My homie Giovanni wants to. My homie Brandon wants to, so... Look for that in the future, guys. Uh, season two of Cast and Couch should be dope as fuck. I'm excited that I got an intro now, so just more recognition, more more branding, shit like that. So sorry if you just saw me adjust the shit out of my balls. Um, but uh, there we go. And uh, in a future episode, I'm gonna be talking about. Oh, I'm I'm trying to find a new job right now because I graduated college and shit. So that's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a thing i'm i'm dealing with it's actually really fucking hard to find a job when you got no experience in the in like any field in my opinion like i thought i was going to be able to find a job cuz i graduated with like a good cheap gpa and shit i'm young i just graduated you know like i thought companies would be like hell yeah let's get new recruits and shit but damn it is not easy people are like if you don't got experience get the fuck out of my face and it's like all right so Shout out to anybody trying to find a job. Shit is rough. I've been like revamping my resume and shit. That's annoying as fuck. But a shout out to ChatGPT for helping me with that because that shit is quite useful. Quite useful. Um, But uh, I think that's about everything. Look forward to some new episodes coming out. It's going to be a weekly show for season two. Don't know how many episodes there will be. Um, I'm, it'll probably be at least as much as season one. So at least 10 episodes. We'll see. Maybe there'll be more for season two. I don't fucking know. All right. I am not a, I'm not a weatherman. I don't predict the damn future. So there's that. Thank you all for listening. Uh, hopefully an episode just me by myself wasn't boring as fuck, stupid as fuck, lame as fuck. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you all. Uh, thank you for supporting me. All that good shit. Uh, Thanks, guys.
Casting Couch Season 2. Look forward to it. Have a blessed day. Peace the fuck out. Goodbye.